episode number 14. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Welcome, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for tuning in today. So this week, I am going to take a break from sharing with you stories because every seventh episode is dedicated to something other than a stuck story. And today is episode number 14. So what I wanted to explore with you today is this concept of reminders when we work towards getting unstuck and towards emotional well-being. But before we get into that, I want to let you know that I will be traveling to the States this coming month, and I will be visiting throughout the Northeast, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and D.C., and several of those stops will include opportunities for meetups. In other words, not a workshop, not a getting unstuck program, not a coaching session, but simply an opportunity to sit with me and others who live in your area over a cup of coffee and meet one another face to face. So if you live in the Northeast and would like to meet up with me, please email me and I will share with you the details. You can find my email on my website. And thank you to Dr. Nikki, who left this iTunes review for me. Fabulous podcast of great importance. Shira examines the debilitating phenomenon of getting stuck in our own heads, stuck in our own story. She then gives a way to stop and to move through the process with a gentle and loving approach. Informative and healing. Dr. Nikki. Well, thank you, Dr. Nikki. I appreciate the time you took to open up your iTunes and leave that review. It means a lot to me. And your review will be one more way for others in this world to find this podcast. And I have to say that in the last 24 hours, I received two emails from people who simply wanted to write to me and say thank you. They both commented on having downloaded my book recently from my website, and now they're listening to this podcast, and how this work is making so much sense to them, and how it is changing their lives and impacting their relationships. So this is real stuff, my friends, and really, really important life work. Okay, so here we go to start talking about reminders. Oftentimes, when we get stuck on things, those situations are things we have gotten stuck on already in the past, right? Whether we're talking about someone who says something or somehow annoys us or frustrates us, or it could be stuck on a feeling that you were wronged by somebody, Or maybe it's just negative self-talk 
about not being enough or not looking a certain way in this world, whatever it is, a lot of times when we get stuck, we get stuck on something familiar. The story is familiar to us. And one of the reasons we don't get unstuck is because we don't make an effort to get unstuck in the first place. In other words, it's not that you can't get unstuck. You can, but it takes work. It takes time and energy and diligence and honesty and vulnerability and even a little bravery. But that being said, even if you get unstuck, it doesn't mean that that story is not going to return to your mind. Something or someone, maybe it's even you, will trigger yourself and you may get stuck again, even if you already processed through that situation one time in the past. For example, in last week's episode, I read to you a story from my book, about how I got stuck on frustration that a family vacation didn't go as smoothly or as perfectly as I had anticipated. Do you think that was the first time I ever felt that? Do you think that every time I go visit my family, it goes hunky-dory? No, of course not. And when I'm there, when I'm in it, when I'm in a stuck story, I sometimes slip into getting stuck because I forget what consideration I took on when I processed through it from the last vacation. See, that's the thing. We forget. I actually really believe for whatever reason, we were created in a way to forget things. We are wired in a way in which remembering takes effort. And that this kind of work takes practice. In other words, this whole getting unstuck stuff is not about taking a getting unstuck pill and getting cured and being healthy for the rest of your life, but rather what it is about is the practice itself, the doing, the processing, over and over and over again not to perfect it necessarily, not to become self-righteous and believe that you are above other people, but rather for the sake of the work itself, for the knowing that when you do this work, you are reminded of why you do this work. Because you forget, and it's much easier not to do this work than it is to do the work. Let me give you another example. This is not a specific example, but just a general one. I find myself oftentimes feeling like my heart is beating outside of my body. Do you have any idea of what I'm talking about? For instance, I was at a community meeting the other night, and we took turns sharing our thoughts on a very delicate subject. And I mentioned how I'm trying really hard in my life to be a person of peace, and that this particular community vote that recently came about, I wasn't interested in joining the other members to appeal it. I was more interested in simply accepting it. I I don't want to go into the details, it doesn't matter, but my point is, is that everyone continued 
taking turns to share. And then one of my neighbors, when it was his turn to talk, looked directly at me from the other side of the circle, we were about 30 people in the room, and said something like, I am not a person of war. And I am insulted that you would say that just because I have a difference of opinion than you. Now, he went on and on and on, but just those two sentences were enough for me to feel like my heart started beating outside of my body. I felt all eyes were on me. I felt like maybe I said something wrong. I felt like I shouldn't come to these meetings anymore and I should just keep my peace at home. Okay, that situation, that feeling of my heart beating outside of my body is something familiar to me. Maybe stuck on anxiety is what you would call it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. What matters is that it's familiar to me. And oftentimes, I forget how to get unstuck from those situations because when I'm in it, I feel frozen. And you think, well, if this is something familiar, then I should be able to get unstuck from it, right? Because it's familiar, and I've gone through this before, and I've gotten unstuck from it before, so I should know how to do this. And the reason why I believe we oftentimes stay stuck in stories that we've already gotten unstuck from before in the past is because we forget the considerations that we took on. Remember, The steps to getting unstuck are simple, but they're not necessarily easy. The S, stopping, is simple, not always easy in the moment. The T, tell, identify your emotions, not always easy. U, uncover. I find that with my clients, this step is actually one of the hardest because it's not easy for them to be vulnerable and admit their thoughts. C, consider you really need to stretch your mind in this step because the new perspectives that you can consider are not ones that you can see in that moment. They are hidden from you. And so we don't even believe they exist. And K, okay, self-forgiveness, and self-compassion. Again, simple, but not always easy. So when it comes to our considerations and easily forgetting them, what I have found is that creating reminders, and those can come in many forms, can help us and support us in processing through our stuck situation that much quicker and with that much more ease. For example, with my story about having my heart outside of my body, I have learned to use the phrase, that's their story. It has nothing to do with me. It's just a consideration, actually, that has really, really, really helped me and saved me in many situations. And it's really helped me get my heart back into my body in those moments. Saying those phrases really helps me feel less defenseless, and it even helps me feel strong in the moment. Like in that moment of that community discussion, I reminded myself that what that person was feeling, which was probably insulted, had nothing to do with me. 
And immediately I started calming down and started taking on other considerations like he's hurt, he's frustrated, he's stuck, and he needs to take responsibility for himself. Right? I didn't do anything. I was only talking about myself. It was he that internalized my words and chose to get hurt by them. So one way to create reminders is by making a visual cue of them. For instance, at my desk at work, I created a very simple watercoloring and wrote the words, God's timing is perfect. I received those words from a coach I was speaking with a few months ago, and they really rung true to me, as I oftentimes get stuck in my business feeling like I want things to be happening faster. And so every morning, I see these words, even before I turn on the computer, and they not only help me get unstuck, I believe they help prevent me from getting stuck in the first place. I have visual cues all over my house. I have one near my bed reminding me to consider how much I love my morning walks. I have one on the refrigerator reminding me to consider God in every bite when I eat. And I have a reminder at the entrance to our house as a reminder for all of us in the family how we can be with one another, like forgiving and loving. These reminders were super easy to make. In fact, I actually love doing watercoloring. It makes me feel like a kid again, and it's so easy. And you can't do anything wrong when you're watercoloring. And once it's dried, it's really easy to take a marker and write words on top of it. Now, the caveat is you don't want these reminders to become rote. In other words, it could be that you see them so often at some point that you start not even noticing them. And of course, that's not helpful. So you can take them down, you can replace them with new ones, you can change the location of your reminders. I would just suggest have fun with them. There are also other ways to create reminders besides visual. Another way is auditory. And I will dedicate an episode to this later in the fall, as I am currently in the midst of creating a CD that has simple Hebrew chants on it that can be used for when you do yoga or when you're on a commute to work or even going to sleep. And this CD can be used as a reminder. But I'll get to that later in the fall. So take a moment and think about where you may get stuck most in your life. What stories arise most in your life that occupy you? And what consideration, if you've processed through it already, have you taken on? And that you can perhaps create as a visual reminder in your home or at work to help you to remember to consider that the next time you get stuck. I offer lots of considerations in my book and every week on this podcast. So perhaps one of them is a consideration that you can use as a reminder in your life. Okay, so as I mentioned, I'll be heading to the States this coming month and would love to meet up with you. So let me know if you live in the Northeast so that we can make that happen. 
I have some very exciting episodes coming up. One of a listener sharing his unstuck story over grieving his lost wife. And I will be sharing a stuck story that took me three years to get unstuck from. It has to do with forgiveness. That and more coming up this month. So please stay tuned. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please consider sharing it with your friends. The more each of us does our own work with getting unstuck, the more we will together create small repairs in this world one moment at a time. Thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.